Welcome to the One Edinburgh podcast. At One Edinburgh, we are bringing together students from diverse backgrounds through cultural exchange and collaboration, working with international students as well as with the local community in Edinburgh to build a community of changemakers. With almost 60% of all 45,000 students at the university being from overseas, we've got plenty of inspirational stories from students across various disciplines and interests. I'm Natasha, your podcast host and the Senior Marketing Manager for One Edinburgh. I'm very excited to welcome Katie Goodburn to our podcast. Katie is a member of the National Senior Scottish Swimming Team and a student at the University of Edinburgh. She's had an amazing trajectory in her swimming career, has represented Scotland across the globe. She holds the Scottish national record for the 50-meter breaststroke and was a multiple British Open finalist for the 50-meter breaststroke as well, 100-meter breaststroke, and 50-meter freestyle. Wow. Katie, I cannot wait to hear all about your experiences abroad and at the university, but before we do that, I have to ask you a very important question. That question, if you're a regular listener, is what is your favorite coffee spot in Edinburgh and why? Oh my god, okay, well, this is going to be very controversial because I'm not actually a big coffee drinker. So, um, I drink a lot of tea though and hot chocolate. Um, In Edinburgh, oh, I would probably have to, oh, I can't remember the name of it, it's in Stockbridge. I'll tell Natasha what the name of it is. Okay. It's my favourite place to go for a chai latte. Okay. I'll give that recommendation back to Natasha. <laughs> okay, that is some amazing local insight. I don't think we've ever had someone say somewhere from in Stockbridge before. Yeah, have nice you... place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we love Stockbridge at One Edinburgh. Um, before we dive into your swimming career, sorry, I had to do that one. I would like to know a little bit more about what it was like to grow up in Edinburgh, and did you notice a big difference when you transitioned from growing up here as a kid to being a university student and a full-time swimmer? Yeah, so in some respects, um, growing up in Edinburgh got the best of everything, you know, living in like a cosmopolitan capital city meant that like I could go to the castle, I could go camping in the Pentlands, everything sort of nearby, the zoo, so many historic buildings in Scotland. Um, And also school was definitely a huge aspect of my life. So then when it came to choosing where I want to go for university, um, I was pretty keen to, you know, like everyone else, go somewhere new, explore, and everyone kind of has this like sort of preconceived idea about having to like go somewhere else for university and not wanting to go somewhere in your hometown. So I grew up in the northwest side of Edinburgh and obviously the Edinburgh University campus is sort of more in the southeast. Um, So I think for me, deciding to go to Edinburgh was quite a big decision but I knew it was the right one because academically Edinburgh University is great and for the swimming it was like a super super big part Um, and I actually decided to move into accommodation so I could like sort of live the student lifestyle and this was so nice because I kind of immersed myself in like the hustle and bustle of the student life rather than being on the side of town the side of Edinburgh which I grew up in Uh, so I did definitely notice a big difference and definitely a positive difference Um, and yeah I love it here. Oh that makes me so happy to hear and it's so nice to have a local student also be here because I imagine you probably lived with international students as well yeah. who had maybe even never been to the city before. Yeah. I know I had never been to the city before I came here and just having you as someone kind of like a guide did you feel like a mentor in some ways to the people you lived with? Yeah I guess it, I think it has been really nice when I moved into Dara Court like 
that was the university accommodation I stayed in in first year it was cool to sort of know my way about a wee bit more and it was smoother going to university it wasn't all quite so daunting and frightening when I moved in because I did sort of have an idea of the area but in some respects it was cool because I was able to also explore new parts that I hadn't seen with like new friends that I met um yeah yeah and then obviously Edinburgh I mean Edinburgh itself and you said it yourself it's so cosmopolitan Edinburgh uni is incredibly culturally diverse so many different countries represented and is that also something you experienced growing up and sort of the cosmopolitan diverse yeah definitely I think um I sort of I did experience the multicultural like kind of environment I did don't know if you've heard of like rainbows and brownies when I was young it's kind of like a sounds silly but like a girl guide group oh is it um, like the girl scouts yeah girl scouts oh, okay. basically girl scouts and I, that was really cool because there were so many nationalities and uh, cultures in that which was cool um and also family visits to the festival fringe from a young age so i was kind of immediately like immersed in like different cultures and stuff and being able to try out different things um, and going to the fringe all like these vibrant fairs and yeah I really enjoyed that aspect of things um, but since coming to university um, I think what has been so nice is in my swimming squad my squad's really international so we've got swimmers from uh, Greece, Italy, Luxembourg, Ireland and so sometimes we have like team events and team nights where we do a potluck and each of us will all bring a different dish so it's nice because sometimes um, the Greek swimmers will bring like something feta related. I and, love like, feta. We all yeah. have different cuisines and stuff. So it is really cool because like, like even there, I kind of feel like I'm trying new cultures and getting involved in different stuff, which is nice. Um, yeah. That's so nice. Now I want to talk about swimming a little bit. How did you first get into swimming and what led you to compete internationally? If you can just talk about your swim journey. Yeah, so I originally just went, learned at my local pool with my brother Archie and we both just really enjoyed it there. We're kind of learning to swim because swimming is like a key sort of life skill, like it is important to be able to actually swim. Um, And then we both loved it and joined our junior club Warrender Baths. and then from there on like kept going so it was swimming at school and at school I did lots of other sports as well my PE department were really like enthusiastic so I always loved going and because I kept like I was always going because I loved it you know sort of got better as I was attending more and like keeping going with it um, and then I think when I was 11 I broke my first Scottish age group record and I think that just I really kind of got this absolute buzz off it and just I guess I wanted to chase more of that um, and sort of never really look back because I guess sport's all about progression and like going from one stepping stone to the next um, and doing small home club competitions when I was younger and then representing my county east of Scotland and then on to representing uh, Scotland as a junior and now as a senior. Um, yeah. No, that's incredible. 
And I just love how when you said, when you mentioned when you first started out, it was just because, oh, I'm going to try this yeah, sport. I'm going to yeah. need how to do it eventually. And then it just kind of turned into this love that and has never, exactly. never really escaped. Yeah. Otherwise, I guess you wouldn't be doing it now. No, exactly. You wouldn't have gone the training. No, I wouldn't be getting up all the early mornings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's well worth it. So your career has taken you to Portugal, Switzerland, Spain, Canada, and the US. So I'm wondering, when you're traveling to all these new mm-hmm. places and competing, do you actually get to see the place? I know. So sadly, I don't think as much as you'd expect, which is a shame. Um, because when we travel away to these places we're there for perhaps like a week six days and the competitions maybe four or five days so we tend to swim heats in the morning and then the aim you go there to like qualify for the final in the morning so the aims go there swim fast you get your final position if you qualify in the top eight or top ten whatever it is so in the afternoon it's all about kind of going back refueling resting and like maybe getting a nap in and food before you like head back to the finals to like basically come out again and hopefully swim faster and get yourself on the podium um so unfortunately no not quite as much as i'd like which is a shame um but have been on a, some training camps sometimes which is nice because it's you're there to train but at the same time it is good because for example I went to Greece and that was nice because we got a day out in Athens which was super cool um, and it is nice to be able to have that side where you can relax and kind of switch off whilst you're away training but also know you're there like for training purposes but enjoy it on the other side as well yeah I think striking the balance must be so important especially because do you find burnout common definitely um, I think so like some weeks I can feel I'm in the pool a lot of the time so it's like important to make sure I've got stuff going on outside of the pool that I can look forward to take my mind off things um, and definitely just keep it fun but my coach um, my coach Matt he's like he keeps all our sets so interesting and I never really ever feel like I'm getting in the pool doing something repetitive because I know maybe some distance squads or other teams their sets are slightly longer more repetitive kind of things but we do a lot of like power stuff um and it definitely keeps it a lot more engaging and like exciting that's really really good to hear so on the days that you have gotten you know to explore all these amazing new places what would you say or even you can speak about this more generally but what's the most valuable experience you've learned by getting to travel abroad I think definitely the one main thing is resilience and within that sort of like working collaboratively like with a team because when you go away on these trips you are going away as a team as much as sort of swimming is an individual sport um, you can't really do it without the team and like your and your teammates um, and I think when you go away as well sometimes it's a lot of character building and you're sometimes being put out of your comfort zone Um, when you're abroad and you're maybe racing in sort of not unknown conditions but conditions you're not used to Um, so having your teammates around to like support you say if a swim doesn't go as well as you want it or equally like on the highs they'll be there like saying congratulations Um, so I think it definitely team and resilience uh, think are the two main things that I've taken away from traveling that's amazing and those are just skills that you'll take with you forever and ever yeah for sure 
Do you have an anecdote or any time that you remember abroad that you were like, wow, okay, I'm so grateful for my team. I'm so grateful to be here. Or equally, when something maybe didn't go to plan. Yeah, then... I think there, the time I went to away to Canada, I remember being so nervous before I was going because I was actually going away. I was the only Scottish swimmer and the rest of the team were all English swimmers. So I didn't really know anybody else and I'd kind of, grown up with other Scottish swimmers and been away with them so I'd always I was never too nervous to go away and this trip I remember being so nervous um but kind of after like day two I just remember thinking it was a small team which was so nice and like the team group was really really like together and vibes were good and stuff um and I now have come away with like a few a couple like really good friends from there who I know like I'll have throughout my swimming journey and I remember looking back and thinking like that was a really really cool trip mainly just because I went being so nervous and had so much fun with like these people who I basically just didn't know yeah. and then got on so well with yeah no that's really 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 amazing um so you've gotten the opportunity to go abroad a lot have there been any times where a you're reminded that you're Scottish or b that you've experienced something new that you'll just keep in the back of your mind forever uh, yes, I think the most recent uh, kind of experience was when I travelled to USA to Greensboro with um, uh, Scottish Swimming and when we got there, like everything, you know, going to Spain and going to Italy, European, it's never too different and it's you don't feel too out your comfort zone but obviously going to America firstly the travel like it was pretty much 24 hours of traveling because of all the connections but once um kind of got there and got there to the first day of the competition um I remember some of the swimmers sort of coming up and seeing us in our Scottish swimming kit and saying oh you're from Scotland like that's so cool and stuff and like it is nice that people come up to you and kind of remind you and that like they recognize Scotland and like they're happy to see someone who is from Scotland which is nice um, and that's cool and like you know sometimes it's special as well because I get to trade kit so we'll like swap my swimming cap or swap a swimming t-shirt and it's nice because I've now collected up like a few items from all different places oh, and I've wow. got caps from different countries um, which I think is really special and it's nice to kind of have that like m memory to like look back at yeah um, yeah where do you keep all your memorabilia because uh, I feel like I always read stories of oh this Olympic swimmer keeps it in yeah, this place because they sure. don't want <laughs> do you have any secrets oh, on this that is front sound boring, but literally I have a sort of a designated swimming drawer in my <laughs> own bedroom um which just has loads of swimming stuff in it should probably sort it out but it's nice <laughs> having like a lot of random things in there and then also some special memories in there too yeah I really really love that because then it just reminds you oh wow like I've done so many because I feel like sometimes in life you know you forget how yeah, far you've come and you for forget sure. the things that you've done and it's like a physical reminder of a I've made friends Definitely. from all over the world and b wow okay I've yeah. actually done because it's nice really having cool. photos and like being able to look back at that but sometimes if I have gone into that drawer and I'll maybe like pick up a cap I'm like oh I remember that girl who I traded it with or like oh I remember how that came about and stuff and it is, it is special to have it that's so special so how I mean back on the Scotland note how does it feel to be representing Scotland well of course representing home nation does make me incredibly proud um and it like it is super nice get a real buzz and especially like putting on my kit and stuff it, it is a, it is a really nice feeling um but i think on the flip side 
as much as I do love representing my home nation, I think representing now Edinburgh University is so special to me. Uh, I have a total sort of like buy into the team. Um, and we have this kind of, uh, oh, uh, sort of well it's a it's a word it's a hashtag it's hashtag boost it sounds silly um <laughs> but it's kind of a sort of thing that brings us all together at competition so when the uh, starter goes off or take your marks in between the take your marks and then after the go people shout boost as the swimmers are diving into the water and it does create this huge kind of like noise when people are diving in I think it I always hear it when I dive in and I love it and it really just kind of like hits me and like gets me going as soon as I get in the water um, and especially uh, in particular when we go away to Bucks which is sort of the British University Sports League um, we all sort of come together as one team there and it doesn't feel as kind of maybe individual as more kind of targeted meets feel um, and while like because Bucks is not our target meet it is so nice because we all go away and we're all so supportive of each other and like cheering each other on and everyone gets really loud and it's all about who can get their hand on the wall first to like rack up the points for the university and I think we all always end up swimming really well and even getting like personal bests at that meet which is really exciting because it's normally earlier on in the season not at your like kind of peak if that makes sense oh, okay. so it's 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 a really fun meet and I always look forward to it and the environment just must be so fun as Definitely, well because yeah uh-huh yeah and like sometimes get a bit of face paint on for the Bucks team <laughs> one as well which is cool because you don't see as much of that now in like senior swimming as you do when you're younger so it's always fun because it kind of brings back those memories too and you wouldn't want to have a blue and white Scotland yeah. flag on, on, yeah, on exactly. your cheek before you dive in yeah I always wonder how when people did that, you know, I mean, obviously back in, I swam when I was five, but yeah. it means nothing to you, obviously. Yeah. Um, but how people would just, you know, have the colors of their club. And I would always wonder, okay, well, if you dive in, doesn't it, doesn't it smudge? Doesn't <laughs> no, it? I remember yeah. when, I think it was 13, maybe, or 14, when I went to my first uh, sort of counties representation. So I was representing East Scotland and there's a kind of team of maybe like 20, uh, 15 or Fusco, and all go away and it's for the day of actual it's called the British Intercounty so counties from all over England and counties okay. from all over Scotland um, come and uh, a couple of uh, the team completely covered themselves in blue paint <laughs> to represent like the Scottish flag which yeah is so fun and then seeing them dive in and all the paint come off behind them so I think that rule might have actually been banned now to like paint yourself all in blue but it was very fun. Yeah, poor parents after have to clean up yeah, their cage exactly. just in a complete mess. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So where do you see yourself in the future? Um, I well, I think my sort of main goal is to be on that Commie Games team in 2026 and go to Victoria. Uh, I actually narrowly missed out um, on the 50 metre breaststroke for the Birmingham Games, which have just been... Uh, which was quite frustrating but I think it sort of has maybe I wasn't quite I wasn't quite ready for it and it kind of has now put me on like a path and I can see myself and quite focused on that 2026 goal um, and like if Paris 2024 comes along on the way that comes along but my main goal is to be on that Commie Games team to represent Scotland in 2026. That's incredible that obviously must take such so much dedication so much time so much effort how do you manage it all with 
you know you're a full-time uni student yeah you have this amazing goal how do you do it so definitely can be a wee bit tricky sometimes in the week like it would be sometimes imagine you know maybe it would be nice to be a full-time athlete not have to worry about uni but at the same time uh, I love going to lectures and tutorials and stuff and it definitely kind of breaks my pool environment up with like the school environment if that makes sense um, but just time management keeping on top of it knowing my deadlines and to be honest I think having swimming as I've been growing up and throughout school I have kind of like you know learned how to kind of prioritize and stay on top of things and kind of just make sure I, I really just get it done as early as I can um, and I'm not falling behind but the university is great with students and sport and things and if I ever did need an extension they're really like easy with that um yeah yeah good I admire you so much for being able to do it all because I feel like if I complain one day of being in the library for so long, I'm like, okay, wait, she's been training for four hours. She showed up to, we met in French class. She shows up to French. Then after she's doing something or the other. So no, it's, it's like, I'm very, I'm honestly very inspired by you because it's not easy balancing everything and just obviously with school but as a person and you carry I mean yeah. immense responsibility I don't know if at the club where you know young young Scottish swimmers look up to you and are like yeah. oh she can do it I can do it too I think that's oh. really really amazing oh it's thanks Natasha no it's nice to kind of be able to because I know some people go to university and they go all full for the swimming or maybe they just kind of put the swimming to the side um but I think it it is so nice being able to have both and you know being able to come out with you out of Edinburgh University with such a great degree and also get to enjoy my time at university while swimming um I think is so important oh and I think this is another good question to ask you study sports science yeah how have you found or how have you or even have you found that the degree is kind of enhanced yeah I do love it because in some ways the pool environment links up with my teaching environment and as much as yes they're so linked and in some ways they're also very different at the moment it's cool I'm doing a wee like bit on anatomy and kinesiology which is so like a really interesting ability to know like different parts and things going on um and it is nice having it linked up so well um and also I think doing sports science it maybe is quite nice because I found uh, I know that they're like more sort of aware of the sport and like basically what all the time I spend in the pool so it is nice like I know that if I ever had a problem with say not being able to get something done on time they're really easy and like comfortable with that so they can help me out yeah and you don't have to explain yourself because they're familiar with that sort of environment so I, I think we've covered a lot of facets of your life but at the end of the day what keeps you driven I think in terms of like as something specific that keeps me driven um like do you mean a quote or a kind of could be a quote a person a phrase a movie I don't know we all have our thing oh the first thing that sort of comes to the top of my head uh might sound a bit strange but if any of you have seen Kung Fu Panda (laughs) the scene with Mr. Ping so that's Poe's dad the panda's dad um, he has this like special noodle soup and he goes on about how there's this secret ingredient throughout the whole movie 
and at the end of the movie he kind of reveals to Poe as he's found out he's the dragon warrior and there's nothing on this like script and he explains that there actually is no secret ingredient and to make something so special and something amazing you kind of just have to believe it's special um, and I think that is kind of key for me I think one of the things in swimming is you know you can put in all these hours and you can put in all this time and everyone can kind of do that but I think something that is so key is believing in yourself and believing in the training that you're doing and making sure that you keep going and the little things you're maybe sacrificing or things you're committing to it is so important and these all do come together um so I think that's sort of something I absolutely, that, I, that reminds me of and uh, keeps me going I absolutely love that answer and I think it just goes to show how at the end like you're doing all these amazing things but we're all way more similar than we think we are yeah i think everyone has watched kung fu panda as a movie and can relate to that scene Definitely. and knows exactly what you're talking about and i mean it just goes to show about humanity in general we're all a lot more alike than we you know maybe want to admit yeah exactly but at the end of the day the same things make us laugh and the same things make us cry and we can we all just want to be happy yeah. at the end oh, of the day oh you said that nicely like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right um, so thank you so much, Katie, for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been so fun, and I hope our listeners have enjoyed getting to know some insight from a local, what it's like to be a full-time student athlete and represent your country. We absolutely cannot wait to see what you do in the future, whether that be Commonwealth Games, whether that be like an up-and-coming, I don't know, maybe you... See I don't know. We'll see. see. We can never predict the future. We'll see what happens. Um... Thank you to everyone who's listened thus far. Stay on the lookout for more episodes this semester. Stay posted on our Instagram at one underscore Edinburgh to know when we release new episodes and when we're holding events. And with that, we hope you have a great day and goodbye.